This is the Fabricating Fiction Podcast. You're listening to Dice City, About Time, Episode 4. The vets or giants, as some dicers call us, were at one time rare. Part of a government experiment to make us normal guys into super soldiers. Boy, did it work. We came out swinging and won the war with ease. After that initial success, we became less rare since war oddly never averts a future war. Always gonna need more bodies. The only problem remaining was we still had to come home larger than life. How would the government keep us quiet? How would they protect their secrets? A simple solution was found. A genetic code was put in our brains. If we spoke about Project Citadel with any real insight, we would turn to iron, permanently unable to speak. A standing grave where the only thing we could choose was our last expression. Since nobody knows anything about Project Citadel, we're safe as long as we keep our big mouths shut. someone get one over on you like this. Oh, whoever did this must be a dangerous man. Uh, shift's over, Frankie. Take the note off. Maybe tomorrow, too. Yeah, I'll cover for you. Ryan, you've got to be joking. You're hurt. And I said, I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Just a second. Here's some ice. Put it over your lip. I'll see you tomorrow, I guess. Thanks, Frankie. You're one of the good ones. Get out of here, will ya? I'm finding it hard. To look tough with you doting over me like a mother hen. Okay, Brian. I'm gone. See you around. Hey, Jeff. Brian, I'm assuming we have some guests. Uh, yeah, hey, Jeff. We have some guests. Will they be having drinks? 
No. <laughs> no, head chef. They're not thirsty. Hmm. Very well. Miss... Uh, Miss Columba, before I pass out, can I have the pleasure of getting you a seat in one of our private rooms? No. Thank you, Brian. We won't be long. I do hope Trevor didn't ruffle you too much. And darling... Don't slouch. It's Chef. Where's Mr. Casadante? Mr. Casadante is on holiday, probably surfing the waves somewhere with Miss Casadante and Benny, knowing him. Where? I would never impose myself on Mr. Casadante's personal choices. That sort of indiscretion would be grounds for dismissal. I gave you the agreed-upon five minutes for your staff to leave. That was an unnecessary courtesy. I could care less about the details of your morals. Where is Mr. Casadante? You were wise to do so, Miss Columbo. Had you not shown that courtesy, the other families would have taken issue with your choices. I thought you didn't smoke. Oh, I don't. I keep it for sentimental reasons. It belonged to a good friend of mine. A good friend you killed, no doubt. Of course. So tiresome. Where are the Casadantes? Wherever they wish to go. Obviously, we're not going to get anywhere today, head chef. But I will return tomorrow. Please do. I would love to make for you and your men a gourmet meal of your choosing. I'm sure. But one of my men will be staying here. This is Trevor. He is my most trusted bodyguard. Been with me since I was a little girl. Signed to me by my father before he passed. Trevor, do stay with the boys here, won't you? They need reminding of who the Columbos are and what we do. <laughs> it's your thing, Miss Columbo. Already made short work of the little bartender there. I'm sure I can teach the mm, that chef a lesson or two. Oh, and don't worry. We'll have a fun night. I know you will, darling. Oh, and one more thing. What? No, 
no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no. Trevor's air was cut off as his body almost instantly turned to iron. He froze in place with the shocked look perfectly preserved. The iron traveled like liquid to the floor spreading over the polished concrete, making a solid base atop the statue. That was Trevor. A viscous philosopher's stone. Mrs. Columbo took one step further away and the iron stopped just next to her exposed big toe showing from her pristine open heels. Evidently, she knew the phenomenon well, as the pool solidified half an inch from her porcelain skin. The Lucky Penny nightclub now had a terrible eyesore at its center, much to the controlled frustration of the head chef. At the transformation's finish, no one would ever think it was once a man but rather a sculpture of well-crafted iron expressing total shock, surprise, and painful betrayal. Well, perhaps I won't be visiting tomorrow. Seems you gentlemen have some redecorating to do. There are others I still need to speak to about Mr. Casadante's absence. Maybe they can provide me with what I want. If they can't, oh well. This is Officer Marks of the DCPD. Please come out quietly and in an orderly fashion with your hands up. We have this building surrounded. I repeat, this is the DCPD and we have this building surrounded. The boys and I will be back to make you pay for Trevor. Oh, dear Trevor, he was a good man. And Chef? Yes, Columbo. You're not the only one who can cook. some my ribs so you so you better yes they are broken <laughs> all right note laughing hurts uh, I'm still faring better than he is though. <laughs> Good afternoon, Dr. Chambers. We require your skill set at the Lucky Penny nightclub. Brian has been hurt. Please come quickly. Thank you. The Lucky Penny was peacefully quiet with only the two as occupants now. The chairs and tables felt like tumbleweeds in the desert. The wood and brick blocked the whispers of the winds of change from flowing through. 
Unmistakably, though, they both felt it. After too long and uncomfortable silence, Brian said what they were both thinking. I think Dice just ran out of peace and quiet. Yeah, Jeff. You know, Brian, I think you're right. I think you're right. Someone talked. Someone was paid off. It doesn't matter. What matters is Mrs. Colombo knows the secrets of the Citadel, and that makes her a dangerous woman. Once in a while, someone will run their mouth off and say a few choice words. A pop on the jaw is a nice way for management to let it pass. Sometimes, though, there needs to be an example made. Sometimes. It's the only way to get your point across. Thank you.